Hello, welcome to RBT Reading Live. Sorry, let's pull that back so I can get in. Oh, nice. <clears throat> Just check this is happening. Is this happening? Yep. It is happening, hip hop and happening. Oh boy, is it cold this morning? The first time in months and months I walked to church and could see the water vapor coming out of the wall from the big boilers upstairs. Crazy, mate. Yep, so the temperature had dropped. Um, and so the boilers are like, let's get the church room up to temperature yep first time and there you felt it haven't you you have felt it right we're in ezekiel 41 to 43 two more readings left peeps and then there's rbt sharing groups 41 to 43 here we go then the man brought me to the other sorry not the other sanctuary there's only one then the man brought me to the outer sanctuary and measured the jams. The width of the jams was six cubits on each side. The entrance was ten cubits wide and the side walls on each side of it were five cubits, cubits wide. He also measured the outer sanctuary. It was forty cubits long and twenty cubits wide. Then he went into the inner sanctuary and measured the jams of the entrance. Yeah, each was two cubits wide. The entrance was six cubits wide, and the width of the side walls of the entrance was seven cubits. And he measured the length of the inner sanctuary. It was 20 cubits, and its width was 20 cubits across the end of the outer sanctuary. He said to me, this is the most holy place. Then he measured the wall of the temple. It was six cubits thick, and each side room round the temple was four cubits wide. The side rooms were on three levels, one above another, 30 on each level. They were, there were ledges all around the wall of the temple to serve as supports for the side rooms so that the supports were not inserted into the wall of the temple. The side rooms all around the temple were wider at each successive level. The structure surrounding the temple was built in ascending stages so that the rooms widened as one went upwards. The stairway went up from the lowest floor to the top floor through the middle floor. I saw that the temple had a raised base all round it. <clears throat> forming the foundation of the side rooms. It was the length of the rod, six cubits long. The outer wall of the side rooms was five cubits thick. The open area between the side rooms of the temple and the priest rooms was 20 cubits wide all round the temple. There were entrances to the side rooms from the open area, one on the north and another on the south, and the base adjoining the open area was five cubits wide all round. The building facing the temple courtyard on the west side was 70 cubits wide. The wall of the building was 5 cubits thick all round and its length was 90 cubits. Then he measured the temple. It was 100 cubits long and the temple courtyard and the building with its walls were also 100 cubits long. The width of the temple courtyard on the east, including the front of the temple, was 100 cubits. Then he measured the length of the building facing the courtyard at the rear of the temple, including its galleries on each side. It was 100 cubits. The outer sanctuary the, and the inner sanctuary and the portico facing the court, as well as the thresholds and the narrow windows and galleries around the three of them, everything beyond and including the threshold was covered with wood. 
the floor, the wall up to the windows, the windows were covered. Sorry, the floor, the wall up to the windows, and the windows were covered. In the space above the outside of the entrance to the inner sanctuary and on the walls at regular intervals all round the inner and outer sanctuary were carved cherubim and palm trees. <coughs> palm trees alternated with cherubim. Each cherub had two faces. The face of a man towards the palm tree on the one side and the face of a lion towards the palm tree on the other. They were carved all round the whole temple, from the floor to the area above the entrance. Cherubim and palm trees were carved on the wall of the outer sanctuary. The outer sanctuary had a rectangular door frame, and the one at the front of the most holy place was similar. <coughs> there was a wooden altar three cubits high and two cubits square. Its corners, its base, and its sides were of wood. The man said to me, This is the table that is before the Lord. Both the outer sanctuary and the most holy place had double doors. Each door had two leaves, two hinged leaves for each door. And on the doors of the outer sanctuary were carved cherubim and palm trees like those carved on the walls. And there was a wooden overhang on the front of the portico. On the side walls of the portico were narrow windows with palm trees carved on each side. The side rooms of the temple also had overhangs. Then the man led me northward into the outer court and brought me to the rooms opposite the temple courtyard and opposite the outer wall on the north side. The building whose door faced north was a hundred cubits long and fifty cubits wide, both in the section <clears throat> twenty cubits from the inner court and in the section opposite the pavement of the outer court, gallery faced gallery at the three levels. In front of the rooms was an inner passageway, ten cubits wide and a hundred cubits long. Their doors were on the north. Now the upper rooms were narrower, for the galleries took more space from them than from the rooms on the lower and middle floors of the building. The rooms on the third floor had no pillars, it, as the courts had, so they were smaller in floor space than those on the, floor, the lower and middle floors. There was an outer wall parallel to the rooms and the outer court. It extended in front of the rooms for 50 cubits, while the row of rooms on the side next to the outer court was 50 cubits long. The row on the side nearest the sanctuary was 100 cubits long. The lower rooms had an entrance on the east side as one enters them from the outer court. On the south side along the length of the wall was the outer court. Adjoining the temple courtyard and opposite the outer wall were rooms with a passageway in front of them. These were like the rooms on the north. They had the same length and width with similar exits and dimensions. Similar to the doors on the north were the doorways of the rooms on the south. There was a doorway at the beginning of the passageway that was parallel to the corresponding wall extending eastward, by which one enters the rooms. Then he said to me, The north and south rooms facing the temple courtyard are the priest's rooms, where the priests who approach the Lord will eat the most holy offerings. There they will put the most holy offerings, the grain offerings and the sin offerings and the guilt offerings, for the place is holy. Once the priests enter the holy, enter the holy precincts, they are not to go into the outer court until they leave behind the garments in which they minister, for these are holy. <clears throat> they are to put on other clothes before they go near the places that, they, that are for the people. Then he had finished measuring what was inside the temple area. He led me out by the east gate and measured the area all around. He measured the east side with a measuring rod. It was 500 cubits. He measured the north side. It was 500 cubits by the measuring rod. He measured the south side. It was 500 cubits by the measuring rod. Then he turned to the west side and measured. It was 500 cubits by the measuring rod. 
So he measured the area on all four sides. It had a wall round it, 500 cubits long and 500 cubits wide, to separate the holy from the common. <clears throat> then the man brought me to the gate facing east, and I saw the glory of the God of Israel coming from the east. His voice was like the roar of rushing waters, and the land was radiant with his glory. The vision I saw was like the vision I had seen when he came to destroy the city, and like the visions I had seen by the Kiba River. And I fell face down. The glory of the Lord entered the temple through the gate facing eastward. Then the Spirit lifted me up and brought me into the inner court, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. While the man was standing beside me, I heard someone speaking to me from inside the temple. He said, Son of man, this is the place of my throne and the place for the soles of my feet. This is where I will live among the Israelites forever. The house of Israel will never again defile my holy name. Neither they nor their kings, by their prostitution and the lifeless idols and their kings at their high places. When they place their threshold next to my threshold and their doorposts beside my doorposts, with only a wall between me and them, they defiled my holy name by their detestable practices. So I destroyed them in my anger. Now let them put away from me their prostitution and the lifeless idols of their kings, and I will live among them forever. Son of man, describe the temple to the people of Israel that they may be ashamed of their sins. Let them consider the plan, and if they are ashamed of all they have done, make known to them the design of the temple, its arrangements, its exits and entrances, its whole design and all its regulations and laws. Write these down before them so that they may be faithful to its design and follow all its regulations. This is the law of the temple. All the surrounding area on top of the mountain will be most holy, such is the law of the temple. These are the measurements of the altar in long cubits, that, cu that cubit being a cubit and a hand breadth. Its gutter is a cubit deep and a cubit wide, with a rim of one span around the edge. And this is the height of the altar. From the gutter on the ground up to the lower edge, it is two cubits high and a cubit wide. And from the smaller ledge up to the larger ledge, it is four cubits high and a cubit wide. The altar hearth is four cubits high, and four horns project upward from the hearth. The, hearth, the altar hearth is square, 12 cubits long and 12 cubits wide. The upper ledge also is square, 14 cubits long and 14 cubits wide, with a rim and a half, a cubit and a, and a gutter of a cubit all around. The steps of the altar face east. Then he said to me, Son of man, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. These will be the regulations for sacrificing burnt offerings and sprinkling blood upon the altar, when it is built, <clears throat> you are to give a young bull as a sin offering to the priests, who are Levites of the family of Zadok, who come near to minister before me, declares the Sovereign Lord. You are to take some of its blood and put it on the four horns of the altar, and on the four corners of the upper ledge, and all round the rim, and so purify the altar and make atonement for it. You are to take the bull from the sin offering and burn it in the designated part of the temple area outside the sanctuary. On the second day, you are to offer a male goat without defect for a sin offering, and the altar is to be purified as it was purified with the bull. When you have finished purifying it, you are to offer a young bull and a ram from the flock, both without defect. <coughs> you are to offer them before the Lord, and the priests are to sprinkle salt on them and sacrifice them as a burnt offering to the Lord. For seven days, you are to provide a male goat daily for a sin offering. You are also to provide a young bull and a ram from the flock, both without defect. For seven days they are to make atonement for the altar and cleanse it. 
Thus they, will be, thus they will dedicate it. At the end of these days, from the eighth day on, the priests are to present your, your burnt offerings and fellowship offerings on the altar. Then I will accept you, declares the Sovereign Lord. <coughs> Amazing. Yeah, so he makes provision um, yeah, for all of their sin. Um, slice of the altar faces eastward. Yeah, faces in the very, into the very direction of all of their rebellion and uh, where they have been, um, yeah, where they have voluntarily gone into their sin, but also where he has thrust them um, away from him. Um, yeah, it was amazing, isn't it? As we come together today, uh, yeah, don't don't shrink away. Come as you, yeah. What what faces you? What faces you? And says it's safe to come. Is that? Jesus himself has laid his life down, isn't it? And um, yeah, and he is the one on whom our acceptance is based, isn't it? It's not on what you've done this week, but it's one on what he did on the cross. Um, yeah, so come, uh, come today. Um, yeah, and come knowing that he accepts you in his beloved Jesus. Take care. See you in a bit. God willing. Bye bye.